Not going to lie, I did not imagine my re-homecoming, re-new homecoming, to be quite like this. I just thought there'd be more camaraderie amongst the five less... tension. For the hundredth time, Rhea runs her hand through her hair in frustration. If we really think Apollo did this, we need more than just him letting me and Clark get taken, and his history with Iris. Eros, again, I'm not asking about what happened that morning. She died hours before. I'm asking about... I'm trying to talk about an angle I haven't thought about because I've retold the same story a billion times. Eros and Rhea, who up until an hour ago, I had only ever seen either about to or already making out in front of some flashbulb, seethe at one another. Shah clears his throat. Maybe he should just tell me. It is kinda. Rhea cuts him off with a bark. We cannot seriously be worrying about that right now. At this point, I wouldn't care if you fucked Iris in my bed and smoked my cigarettes after. There's a harshness to her voice I haven't heard before. Eros closes his eyes. I just wish for a second you thought about how hard this is for me. Persephone rolls her eyes, theatrically sighs. This too shall pass. We just need your cooperation for another few minutes, and then you can stick your head back up your ass until you get back to getting high and getting fucked. Eros turns to her. How can you think things are just going to go back to normal? Eros says. You don't need to tell me things have changed. Dion is... Her voice cracks like her throat covets his name, rationing it out as if one day she'll open her mouth to speak of him, and there will only be hot air. There's a beat of silence. Just tell us everything you remember about Apollo that night, Rhea says just above a whisper. He kept asking me about my meeting with Iris, how I thought the last one had gone, some personal stuff, how she seemed, but he wasn't asking like he cared, he was asking like he was waiting for me to say the wrong thing. He was in a bad mood. Eros runs a hand over his face. When you dropped me off, he was waiting up. Said Iris had called him looking for me. They are not supposed to be in contact, Purse says with an odd sing-song quality. She's been throwing out tidbits like this for the past hour with an odd amount of glee. Apollo was trying to get me not to go. You said I was too fucked up. Offered to go over and talk to Iris for me if I wanted. Eros props his head up now, looks directly at Rare. He directs all his words at her. But I think he just thought I was way higher than I was because I was just happy. Anyway, I, I went over to hers using the tunnels. She was going on about the time since her injection and her temperature and whatever. I kissed her right before she could finish. I didn't usually. I just wanted to. My eyes shift to Rhea, who stares Eros down, unblinking and unmoved. Maybe it was the drugs, but... Everything about her was brighter, sharper. Anyway, we had sex and then lay there talking for a bit. Rhea doesn't look charmed, which is obviously Eros' intent, but she doesn't turn away. Persephone cautiously glances at her before speaking. What did you talk about? Nothing important. Anything could be important. Persephone says. We talked about what we would name it. If it worked. If 
if we were allowed. His trademark smile, his glassy, merry eyes, the ghost haunting his face has evicted the memory of both. He clears his throat. I went to sleep on the couch. I usually did, and I think it made her feel bad, but that night she actually asked me to. Because he was coming over. Persephone is back to business. Hera can't leave your brick, Rhea. She's there right now, with him, and he's not going to leave her side. What if she does something to set him off? What if she... What if Apollo didn't do it? Shah asks. Persephone approaches where he sits in the corner, counts each new piece of evidence on her fingers. The last time Eros saw Apollo, he was offering to go over there. We know from the recording that Iris was expecting someone else. He just confirmed she was talking with Apollo that night, and he has been acting weird. He's happy to be with Hera again. Rhea huffs. But there are cracks in that. And he saw what happened to them and did nothing. Maybe Apollo just thought it was smarter to stay hidden. Eros mumbles. Eros, we were in real danger. Orsino hurt me. I was... Rhea pauses, uncomfortable and unfamiliar with what she's about to say. I, w I was scared. Eros snorts. Well, you didn't have to be. They wouldn't kill you. They reassured me of that when I wished they would most. My gut lurches. Whether or not I want to admit it, I've spent a few moments in these last few days being jealous of Eros. I, um, I don't know how well I've been hiding that. But his charm, his apparent ease in social situations, the fun he has, the adventures he has with Rhea, probably, honestly, even the boring moments he has with her. I thought when I met him, my connection with Rhea, however platonic, would help me feel less inferior. I'd never need to tell him what happened, only I just needed to know. I thought I'd keep the knowledge of the kiss as just a private keepsake. Looking at him now, knowing a shadow of what's happened to him, I don't want it. I think I know how we can escape. Rhea breaks my stream of thought. When did we get to that? Shah asks. I'd rather get locked up for the rest of my life than let something happen to Hera because I didn't try and get out of here. I think of Rhea's memory of striking Apollo when he scared her. I wonder if she's thinking about that now. We all have done things we aren't proud of this week. And now is maybe the last time we'll get the chance to do something because we think it's right. What's your plan? Persephone says lowly. We know their top priority is keeping us alive. So we have to threaten ourselves. Count me out. Eros interrupts. I know what they are willing to do to us. And whatever this is, isn't worth it to me. Rhea closes her eyes, swallows something, then speaks quietly. Fine. Sure. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'd like to help. 
I grew up studying one version of Hera. I feel like I met another. And through Rhea, well, I got to know someone I'm willing to be brave for. I have an idea, I say over all the alarm bells sounding in my head. Try not to hurt yourself, I say quietly to Clark. Thought that was the whole point, he says, but I can tell he's getting nervous. He has had a whole ten minutes since he suggested this to think about how stupid it is. We are all spread out inconspicuously around the cell, but he and I lean on a wall close together. Luckily, you have such a short distance to fall. Although, these days, next to Persephone, you're looking pretty tall. Maybe we should do this with you. The impact you'd make from up there could bring the whole building down. I smile, keep my eyes on the barred cell door. But they drift to Eros, slumped in the corner, picking at his socks. He looks exhausted. I want to grab him by his stricken face and promise him once Hera is okay. I want to talk about all of it. He can confide in me about what he felt for Iris if he wants, from affection to guilt. I want to curl into him and feel the place where he keeps his secrets. I want to kiss him with contrition and ask him to name my debt, but not now. None of that now. I need to stay focused. Hera is in danger. Raya? Hmm? I ask Clark, ungluing myself from Eros. I, um, I just want to say before this begins, I know you don't have an issue being strong or cunning, but be safe. I... I, um... But I raise a hand to stop him. Footsteps are approaching somewhere outside. I grab Clark's face by the ears. It's go time. Clark nods and begins to breathe heavily. I run to the door, bang on it. Help, help, he's having a panic attack. He's... The guard looks quickly into the cell, confused. Clark clutches his chest. I'm sorry, I, I don't... Clark falls over, nearly hitting his head on the bench. Damn, that was close. Oh, uh, let me radio for backup. Fuck, fuck, it isn't urgent enough. I guess it's time for plan B. Sorry, Clark. I look over my shoulder at Char, who jumps to his feet, crosses the cell to Clark, and picks him up off the ground. Then, without hesitating, Char punches Clark in the face. Hard. Maybe too hard. Hey! The guard, alarmed, waves a keycard and opens the cell. He runs to Char and Clark, restrains the hulking Char by the arms. He doesn't fight too much, which makes it easier for me to grab the gun from the guard's holster. He freezes, still holding Char. Don't move, I say, even though it's... A little redundant. Pointing the gun at him, I pull Persephone to me, turn the weapon on her. Don't follow us. And I drag Persephone out of the cell with me. Turn the fucking safety on. She hisses. I already did, I whisper, the barrel just above her ear. We hustle down the hallway. I struggle to pull her and convincingly threaten her at the same time. This is going better than I... Freeze! I spoke too soon. I turn to see another guard just ten feet behind me. He raises some kind of... Wait, what is... This is just a stun gun. No one wants to hurt either of you. No one... The man goes down. Eros is on top of him, striking him in the face over and over. The man barely has time to ask him to stop before he's spitting blood and what looks like teeth up onto Eros's dark red knuckles. Persephone and I look on, shocked. Eros takes the taser and shoots the guard at point-blank range. His body convulses. Breathing hard, Eros stands. Let's go. He brushes past us and through an exit. It's dead silent outside. No one is on the street. I'm so surprised I lower the gun. Persephone sticks it back up to her own head. Eros yanks the hood of a car up. 
I guess he's going to drive, I say. What the fuck was that? Persephone says again. I don't want to know. Arrow slams the hood of the car down, opens the driver's side door. Me and Purse jump in the back seat. We barely close the door before Eros peels off. My brick, okay? I heard the plan. Okay. I watch his eyes in the rearview mirror. He jerks the wheel this way and that as we careen down the two-empty street. He grips the steering wheel with white, bloodied knuckles. Not gonna lie, I didn't think we'd get this far, Persephone says in the silence. What's the next part? She asks. We get to mine, we get in there, get Hera, get out, just start driving, if you're okay with that, Eros. But he doesn't acknowledge me. I look out the back window. No one is following us. No one is ahead of us. Which is good, because I'm not confident he wouldn't just hit them with the car. I shift my weight, just slightly, towards him. Air, are you okay? What's that? And I follow his stare to the bricks. Their block swamped with crowds and crowds of men and women. We slow down, approach more cautiously. The closer we get, we can see their focal point. Persephone's house. They hold signs with her name, photos of her. What the fuck? She asks in my ear. We'll never get by them. I say, but I might. Do you really think that's a good idea? Are you going to come up with a better plan in the next 500 feet? I'll distract them. Eros, drop me here. Please. For the first time, his eyes flicker to me in the mirror. I nod. He slows down. Rhea, give him hell. And for the first time in my memory, I reach out and hug her. Get it together, she says before opening the door. As it shuts, we pull away, revealed to the crowd now. The people burst into a thunderous applause. Slowly, they start creeping towards Persephone. Should we go back? Eros whispers. I don't. And then, a familiar detective pushes past the masses and grabs Persephone by the arm. Oh my god. Orsino? Is that better? Is that safer? Is she... Go. Eros says, now stopped in front of my brick. Persephone's possible future danger is eclipsed by Hera's immediate one. I tuck the gun into my pants. Thank you. But he doesn't look at me, just stares down and nods. I open the door and run into the house. Everything is still. Do I call out for her? Do I run up the stairs? Do I... Hi! I take a sharp breath and turn to see Apollo in the kitchen holding a glass of water. He sips. How was your trip? His voice is calm. Where's Hera? Just lying down. I'm going to... These have been... Difficult days. You really scared her. That's why I want to talk to her. He just stares at me. Sips. Without turning my back on him, I creep towards the stairs. Apollo drains the last of his glass. Smiles. And before I can even blink throws it at me. I turn to dodge it and it hits me in the back of the head. I raise a hand to the site of impact, but Apollo grabs me, throws me down on the ground. My hand cuts on a small piece of glass. I grab a bigger shard beside it and flip onto my back, slicing Apollo's hand. He screeches, slaps me. I taste his blood in my mouth. He shoves me. I stumble back and fall over the couch. I scramble to get to my feet, pull the gun out. Just an arm's length away from Apollo, I point it at him. He stops breaks out into an incongruous grin.
Are you going to kill me, Rhea? You killed Iris, I say, my voice shaking. He seems to consider this statement. Yeah. I guess I did. And he laughs. <laughs> Whoops. With that, I drop the gun a few inches, point it at his leg, and pull the trigger. But nothing happens. The safety. Apollo grabs the gun from my hand, throws it, and pushes me hard into the bookshelf. He wraps his fingers around my neck, throttles me. Just gonna kill me too? I croak. Well, this is a little different, he says. Because I don't think I'm going to regret this. I stare, unblinking into his light eyes, his beautiful features screwed up in rage. I feel with my hands, grab the thickest book I can, and bring the corner down hard on the back of his head. Instinctively, he brings his hands to the wound, but I strike him again in the forehead hard enough to draw blood. He's disoriented. I kick my leg out at him, and he falls, smacking his forehead on an end table. He doesn't move. But I do. Hera. I don't really dream when I sleep. If I see anything, it's barely decipherable images and moments. Colors. Sounds. Nothing that makes sense by the time I wake up. That's why what I'm looking at now is so noteworthy. The scene I find myself in is vivid and terrifying. I'm lying in the semi-darkness of my room on my side and staring at Iris. Magazine ready and propped up on one elbow, she stares at me. Slowly, she reaches a hand out. I want to pull away, but I can't. I'm paralyzed. Her freezing hand softly touches my arm. She smiles, circles the spot where Apollo must have injected me. I have one, too. Her fingers leave my skin and point to a spot on her own neck. Little different, I guess. She smiles, a too-big-throw-your-head-back-and-laugh grin. Hera, say something. She says half a question. But just like the past few years, I find myself having so much to say but not a word for any of it. Even when I knew she was struggling, I didn't care. How could I protect Iris when I was already protecting Rhea? No one could accuse me of not doing enough, right? Why should it have been up to me to reach out, to bridge the gap between us? Maybe if I had, she wouldn't have met Apollo that night. No. No. This was him. Him. How could I have missed it? Hera? She repeats, grabbing my hand. She holds it. It should have been you, shouldn't it have? She asks as someone just a few feet behind her, Apollo, materializes. He approaches her, lecherous. As if she feels him, just a few feet behind, her eyes grow wide. He was yours. He was always yours. His heart, his mind, his lies, his rage. Her voice higher, more frightened, my hand still in hers, she pulls it to her face. Say something, but instead of me finding my words, Apollo finds his hands wrapped around her throat. My eyes shoot to him, but as if anticipating my response, he winks and grips her neck tighter. Just say anything. Iris squeaks, apparently unaware she's about to die. Apollo chokes the life out of her inches away from me. I lay there paralyzed for what seems like hours. <sighs> I resurface from the abyss of sleep like a diver breaking through a ceiling of water. Wait, maybe literally, why am I... Thank God. 
My sister switches off the shower. Sorry, we didn't really have time to let the water warm up. While I try and comprehend what is happening, she pulls me to my feet. Although it's barely been a week since I last saw her, she looks older, more exhausted. She has a bruise forming on her neck. Without thinking, I embrace her. She smells like sweat and air? Like plants? Whatever it is, it isn't her usual cigarette, smoke, and bourbon. She could have gone to the moon and back these last few days for how far away she seemed. Okay, okay, yes, yes, me too. Smiling, she pushes me away. I guess there will be time for that later. I love you too, but we need to go. She says. I open my mouth to respond, but then there's a crash downstairs. We both freeze. She jerks her head toward the bathroom door. Eros is going to meet us around the side. How are we going to... She jerks the window open in response. It's going to be fine. We're tall. Just hang and drop. Hang and drop. Is it possibly more dangerous than... And we hear Apollo's voice accompany his feet on the stairs. Hera? We stand perfectly still. Hera? He repeats, his voice softer and closer. Rhea half shoves me out the window. You got this. She says, her trademark confidence refusing to shake. I grasp the stone ledge of the windowsill. Take a deep breath. Sorry, you do have to get this faster. Thank you, Rhea. I swing my legs over the edge. Hey, this is just the ground from a different perspective, Rhea says as if reading my mind. There's a million retorts I want to make, but I decide there's no time for any. I clutch the ledge and push my body over. I hang there suspended before Rhea chirps. Brace yourself. And she throws my arms off. My breath catches, and I have just enough time to realize I'm falling before I hit the bushes. Hard. There's barely a second before Rhea crashes beside me. She smiles. Sorry for pushing you, but you always spend a little too much time thinking, well, except when it comes to... And she nods up towards the window. Thank you, I say. She shrugs. Don't thank me. I'm the one who got to hit him. She begins to climb out of the bushes. Bonus, it was with my copy of Crime and Punishment, which is... Come on. As if suddenly remembering we're fleeing, she pulls me out of the shrub and towards the waiting car. What the hell is going on out there? I spit before my ass even hits the chair in Black's office. I barely have time to register her absence. Wait, where is... Pretty exciting day, the detective says, leaning too casually on the edge of the president's desk. Yeah, well, it's about time you figured out Apollo killed Iris. You're welcome. We did, and we were dealing with about a million other things. That's a pretty big accusation. Although, maybe not, seeing as you've accused just about everyone else. This is different. How? Because he had motive and opportunity and... Motive. You can't really tell me he was the only person with a problem with Iris. This guy has clearly never known who did this. Why is he shooting down answers just because I found them? I don't want his fucking job just because I'm better at it. Why don't we save the questions for Apollo? If you don't believe me, talk to him. I have. We'll do it again. This time, press him on why he offered to go over to Iris's that night. You should get him right now. You should... 
Persephone, we can take a break from the investigation for a moment. After all, we have celebrating to do. I try not to betray my own confusion. Something slides over his face, a smile at someone else's expense. It's kind of beautiful, really. An underdog story, if you don't mind my saying. I'm sure I will mind as soon as I know what he's talking about. He struts to a small bar behind Black's desk, pours himself something. He's taking his time, enjoying my ignorance. Look, I don't know or probably care, but you don't know. Clearly. Sorry, I just thought you'd be able to feel it. I'm definitely feeling something. He grins, a lopsided, crooked smile. Persephone, you're pregnant. My brain can't possibly summon the correct emotion to respond to this news with. Instead, it grabs the one it's most comfortable with. You're fucking lying, like you did to Hera. I spit, my voice exuding anger. The situation has changed drastically since then. There would be no point in lying to the public at this point. Could this actually be true? There's an intense desire to raise my shaking hand to my abdomen, but instead I cross my arms over my chest. Orsino raises his drink. To saving the species. And watching his smirk, it occurs to me for the first time, I'm probably supposed to be happy, thrilled. But I can't. When I grasp at that part of myself, it feels like stepping off a cliff. We did it. How far along? Two weeks. This whole time I've been, before Iris was found, before Dion was, Dion... I do the math like a man slowly ascending a scaffold. You didn't even give a shit when he died. Dion? Who the fuck else? You didn't even give him a funeral. Orsino watches me for a few seconds, faking confusion. You think he's the one who impregnated you? His clinical vocabulary, his voice, makes my ears want to bleed. I know it's his. Well... That would mean he was having an illicit affair with his ward, which is illegal, grounds for imprisonment. If it's true, it could taint his whole reputation. I have a pretty good feeling he'll be remembered for something else. He was deemed non-viable months ago. Well, fire whoever made that decision. It could be anyone you were copping with. I only had one other session that... Oh, oh God, no. I say the second I think it. I wouldn't look at this as a negative. A negative? A fucking negative? You want me to pretend that Dion's... Dion, who died protecting me, you want me to erase him from this to replace him with... It fits the pre-existing narrative. I'm not going to give this to Apollo. Acknowledging this is even an option is enough to make me scream with rage. Seeing as your viability data was so wrong about Dion, Apollo probably isn't even 
You think people would be celebrating if they found out Dion was responsible? He's not in a position to be studied, let alone impregnate anyone else. Was that a joke? Look, I know you're upset, but if we say it's Apollo, we can frame this as not just the only success, but the first of many. You can't be sure it'll work with anyone else. Well, we sure as hell didn't think it'd work with you. Here, he is right. Everyone will be surprised. A few people might be disappointed. But they should be so in themselves. The fault was clearly never in me, but always in them. Iris, who had all the resources. Rhea, who had the genes. Me, who had nothing. Wait. How am I supposed to tell Rhea and Hera? You don't care about what they think of you. A few days ago, you tried to convince me Rhea killed Iris, and Hera has never really given a shit about you. Could it be so easy to turn off any redeeming qualities I've assigned the two of them? Return them to vapid, self-absorbed effigies? Besides, they could already know. How? I snap back at him, the same way everyone knows. And he smiles again like a warning shot, one that hits you anyway. I won't give him the satisfaction of asking any more questions. He picks a tablet up off Black's desk, scrolls, hands it to me. You've already told them. And I'm taken aback as I read a joyous little blog post detailing my own miracle and how happy I am to share the marvel with Apollo. Sorry if I went a bit heavy on the exclamation marks, but I figured if this wasn't a time to go overboard on them, when would be? This is so fucked up. Not how I would put it, but you can't just do this. Put words in my mouth. Make me... Isn't this what you wanted, to finally be the star of the show? And there's a silence that he takes as a concession. You might as well enjoy it, because if you don't cooperate, if you go running your mouth regarding anything Apollo, especially Iris, related, we can make these next nine months, hell, the rest of your life, pretty damn unpleasant. More unpleasant than having to hold hands with a murderer? Oh, you'd be begging for that. You'd barely be allowed any human contact. Move into the lab full-time, a sow for breeding and constant probing, until you die. Which we'd make sure would not be for a very, very long time. No, I croak, my mouth suddenly dry. Then get ready to take a few fucking pictures. And here I find myself reminded of what I promised you what feels like a year ago. I am not a victim. No, I have become something else entirely. And everyone is going to fear me. The door slams behind Hera, and I'm so happy to be sitting in this car. I throw my arms around Eros and the driver's seat. 
We have time to fix whatever is broken. No hug for me, huh? I start retreat from Rebecca. You can start driving now, Eros. And he obeys. Glad to know you're okay. And I'm really glad you were right where we thought you were. Hera looks to me and then to Rebecca. I don't think we've met, she says cautiously. Ah, yeah, Hera. I'm Rebecca Gold. She's from the void, I say. At this, Hera straightens up. You can't just lock us up, you know? We won't cop. We'll go on a hunger strike. Well, that won't be necessary. We're just taking you to get some tests done. Make sure you're still in good health. She turns in her chair, but her gaunt smile falters when she sees my neck. Oh no, what happened? That's from Apollo. He's dangerous and he killed Iris. He needs to be locked up. He... That's no longer possible. Why? He's right in there. Something glows behind Rebecca's eyes. Her breath quickens only slightly. It was just confirmed that Apollo and Persephone have had a success. They what? Oh no. Hera whispers. What? I repeat. Because what I'm thinking can't possibly be true. It, it can't. Persephone is pregnant. She's going to have a baby? I say out loud because the gravity of the thought is too much to keep contained. Floundering, I turn to Hera, who is stone-faced despite the tears sliding down her cheeks. I know. It's wonderful. Rebecca says, beaming. Persephone just confirmed Apollo is the father. Hera bites her lip. The father, a father, a mother, a baby. These will be exciting days for all of us. Rebecca places a hand on Eros's arm. He flinches at her touch, and all I can think about is him and Iris naming their never-to-be baby. We can use what we know about Persephone's breakthrough for you, Rhea. I think we're gonna do it. I really think we're gonna end this. She is obviously unsettlingly, truly overjoyed. This must be what the people outside of Persephone's home were feeling, what we all should be feeling. So why does my mouth taste like acid? Especially under a new administration. Wait, what? President Black will be stepping down. She would never do that, especially not now. Right, Hare? But my sister just stares out the window, somewhere I can't reach her. She feels immensely responsible for what happened to Iris. She will be formally accepting responsibility. But Apollo did it. We'll have better use for him than life in prison. There is no crime worth jeopardizing the future of the species, Rhea. Black will apologize for overprescribing Iris medication, which gave her dangerous hormonal and mental side effects, leading her to take her own life. Why would Black do any of this? She loved Iris. She would want Apollo to be punished. Well, well, Black is feeling responsible for a lot of things right now. And Orsino and myself have agreed to not discuss them if she peacefully leaves office. Hera is still not listening, which is good because Rebecca isn't being very subtle. Would Black really rather step down than let Hera find out the truth? Is she willing to go that far to protect this secret? Am I? 
There will be an official announcement tomorrow morning, although everyone seems to already know. Still, I look forward to celebrating with you. And she climbs out of the car. We're parked back by the Capitol building. Eros, Hera, and I sit in silence. Eros breaks it first. Why do I feel like everything is going to get worse? Hera. I whisper. She turns to me. Hera, what do we do now? We celebrate. Take their pills, cop, smile. Save humanity. But we don't forget this. We are okay, safe. We'll figure everything else out tomorrow. And she hugs me tightly. And I begin to finally sob. Rhea trots beside me, nervously adjusting the scarf around her neck. Who knows, maybe this will be the next big look. If she had her way, she'd let the whole world see the mark Apollo's fingers left on her neck. But we're under strict orders to say nothing of what happened last night, or the one where he killed Iris. We continue walking down the hallway, taking twice as long because of Rhea's labored steps. A janitor is taking down some of the framed articles and artifacts on the walls, all the remnants of Rosalind Black's former career. Excuse me. The man is currently holding a photo from the day the five were born. Wait, sorry, the six, I guess. Although Clark obviously isn't pictured. Can I have that? The janitor shrugs and hands it to me. Black, 22 years younger, and Rhea, only about 22 minutes old. Shylock is there, too, sporting the rare smile as he looks down at my sister, Sharon, Eros, Iris, and Persephone. For the first time, it occurs to me, we'll have a whole new baby to photograph. Are you good? Black deserves a moment of thanks for Persephone's success. Rhea looks away, shrugs. She spent her whole life working at this. I know when I was, well, I think she was more excited than anyone. Yeah, Rhea says flatly. I know she and Black weren't the best of pals, but I was sure my sister would have sympathy for her right now. Who wouldn't when we... Hi. We turn to Clark, dressed as formally as Rhea, but wearing it more naturally. Look at you, I say. You look like James Bond, Rhea says. Not sure who that is, so I'm just going to say thank you. It's a compliment. All you need is a martini, which you would definitely make me drink anyway. How are you? He asks, eyes flicking up to me. I'm fine. We're hiding our battle scars, Rhea says, inspecting him. Huh. What? He asks Rhea, slightly alarmed. Too bad they did your makeup so well. I thought you'd look cute with a black eye. He looks away, suppressing the small patches of pink appearing on his cheeks. Oh, no. I look at Rhea. This is the last thing we need. Although, to be honest, after the last week, a love triangle would be easy to handle. Not that I know much about how Eros and Rhea are. She spent almost no time with him since they were released back to their chaperones last night. Should we get this over with? She suggests. We continue down the hall. Hera. There is no part of me that wants to turn. 
to acknowledge Apollo in any way ever again. Rhea stops, spins to face him. I put a hand on her shoulder. I've got this. Apollo takes a step towards me and then stops. From the distance, you can just make out the heavy concealer covering the place where Rhea struck him. A few days ago, I would have described his eyes as pleading, but now I know they're just lying for him. I need to talk to you. Whatever it is, just say it here in front of all of us. Look, I know you're angry and confused, and I know that yesterday I tried to kill my sister. He opens his mouth to speak, but instead drowns his words with fresh tears. Sorry, singular tear. Sliding perfectly down the face I would love to bash in right about now. Is that what she told you? I'm not saying she's lying. I'm just saying she was probably scared and confused. Like we all are, right? I laugh. I actually truly laugh in his face. Apollo, my mind is incredibly clear. Finally. That's how I know without any doubt that I have never hated anyone as much as I do you. And I will continue to hate you until I die. Or preferably, you do. Hera, don't cut me out just like this. Even if it isn't how I'd like, I still want you in my life. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. In fact, I'm going to stay even closer than ever, waiting for any opportunity to remind you of who you really are. Sure, you'll have your freedom and your fame, but you will never have what you really want. You are mine, but I will never be yours. I could watch my sister tear Apollo a new one all damn day. She turns on her heel and struts away from him, leaving him shocked still. That was awesome. Well, it's only the beginning. She loops her arm in mine. Clark walks doubly fast to keep up with us as we step out into the brilliant morning sun. The crowd applauds at the sight of us. Wow. Clark breathes, nervously pulling at his tie. Get used to it. He half smiles at me. Eros and Shar are already on stage, seated awkwardly behind the podium. We cross to them. Shar stands, kisses me on the cheek. Eros rises to me, hugs me quickly. I guess sleeping in his own bed didn't warm him back up to me. Time. There's time for that. I promised myself. My sister finds her seat at the base of the stage beside Rebecca. How strange it is to see her again in the place where we first met under such different circumstances. Weird being back here for such a different reason, Orsino says lowly in my ear. Maybe soon we'll be back here for you. My celebration or my memorial? <laughs> Who knows? He winks, approaches the podium. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no greater honor than having the privilege of making this announcement. After years of work by a tireless staff, we have had a success with our program. The units behind me, Eros, Sharon, Rhea, and Triton. Who is? I turn to Clark. That's your name? Triton is your name? I much prefer Clark. I can <laughs> see why. We'll continue their work remedying the great repopulation crisis with new data gained from the recent success. Orsino grins to the crowd. How incredible it is to discuss the future 
which will exist thanks to a unit who has fought our plight tooth and nail. Please welcome our salvation. And Persephone steps out onto the stage, shrouded in an immaculate purple gown. Purple. Fitting for her new status as queen. I haven't spoken to her. I haven't wanted to. There's no way this is Apollo's. Why would she say it was? Does she need him that badly for her perfect... Family? Family. I guess the, um... Sacred sisters are a little less sacred now, huh? And of course, her ally in this fight. Apollo appears at her side, all smiles, no flash of the person angry enough to strangle me last night. Who laughed when he remembered killing Iris? He and Purse clasp hands, raise them in the air to mad cheers from the crowd. I stare at them, mourners one moment, revelers the next. Iris is dead, Black is gone, Charon is untrustworthy, Eros is lost, Clark is here, Persephone is pregnant, Apollo is a murderer, Hera is angry, and I... I don't know what I am. But the world is louder now. <laughs>